Just as projects kid. Just the projects kid. Just projects kid. We're just a you know we're just a couple of project kids just looking to get by with this podcast. So if you guys can uh, donate, not like subscribe, donate. Just donate. <laughs> Holy fuck! Yeah, we just. <clears throat> We don't need you guys to follow us. We we just need your money. Oh, because at the fuck. end of the day, this is a money laundering scheme we're trying to pull off. Here. Oh fuck! Welcome everybody back to the Build Different podcast. We here? Yes, we are here. This is off the backboard NBA. This is episode number twenty six. Had to look at my phone for that. That's a lot of my <laughs> my bad because yeah, it's a lot of these yeah, episodes. We had the Richard Sherman episode last yes, time. Yes, sir. Who the fuck is so, twenty six out here? Yeah, the NFL is is in the playoffs. MLB is dead. Oh. Um, so NBA is is alive. We're in the regular season. It's a little bit weird. We're gonna talk about everything. I'm here with Matt. Hi, Sir McClappington Slat, whatever you guys call him out there. Yes. I know you call him a lot. And then there's me, just the, the host that you guys are probably sick of. Um, yeah, I would be heavy sick, on that. I'd be sick of myself too, um, sicko mode. Ugh. But yeah. uh, <laughs> we're we're here and we're ready to ball. We got a good uh, we got a good episode for you here. We're gonna be talking John Morant, the Knicks and Raptors trade, the Warriors. Um, you know, we're gonna update our top five players, teams. We're gonna shout out some lineups from the past and good and bad ways. Um, All star. We we got a lot. We got a lot. How are you doing, Matt? I've been chilling, bro. You know, NBA season real fucking weird this year, you know. I've lost a lot of weird bets, won a lot of weird ones, though. So yeah, I can't complain that's a too fact. Much. Well, I mean, I wouldn't say I've, <laughs> all, I've, I haven't won a lot of weird ones. I've won some weird ones. Yeah. Not a lot of them. <laughs> Not a lot for sure. I've been getting smoked this NBA season. So clearly, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but... I don't know. There's a little conspiracy, man. For me, man, I, I, they're they're controlling Vegas. Like they're they're locked in with this bet and shit. They're locked in for sure. For no reason, bro. For no reason. Like, listen, you're a player. Like who? Oh, okay. This is AIDS. Matt's grandma's calling, <laughs> so we'll be right back. What's up, grandma? Hey, hey, sweetie. What's up? <laughs> One thing that I hate is that the NBA, is that these NBA players hate. People that bet and ask them to make their bets. Okay, that, that that's I get it. It can be a little annoying, but at the same time, for example, Jason Tatum, right? Right. Makes four hundred thousand dollars every game. Mm-hmm. You know, do the math. It's like three hundred and ninety k. But do the math. His salary divided by eighty two. You know, yeah, a little bit of taxes off of that. All we're asking for is like two hundred to a thousand dollars. Facts. That's all right. And you, you motherfucker, you you make $400,000 You motherfucker. Like, you guys can't go and get that extra board or simp out for that extra bucket for us? Even if not, why are you bitching about it regardless? You make $400,000 a game. $400,000 a game. Yeah, but I mean, are we really sitting here saying that these guys are looking at these parlays? Looking no, but I'm, these, I, I'm I'm looking mostly, at their un, over unders. I'm mostly I'm mostly saying when they complain that like the fans are oh, yeah, doing yeah, yeah, too yeah, much yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But it's like at the same time, let us, man. Right, it's our right. We're we the do, ones, we're the, you're making four hundred thousand. We're asking for four hundred. If it wasn't for the fans making the sport so popular, I wouldn't be making this money. So. Give us some. You're working on your seventh car, and we're just trying to make our car payment, bro. <laughs> like, it's come on, come on. All right, all right. What is your what's your hot take? But while this? we're arguing this, I'm in the middle of making bets as we speak. So not me. I don't learn, so it's okay. Um, it's not-, not only. 
do I think that the Thunder are real and here and are out there making moves, but I really don't think anyone can beat them in a seven-game series. They're the only team to me right now that has legit stayed consistent against every type of their competition. Celtics always play down and sometimes get their ass beat for playing down. Bucks are just real up and down this year just because Dame's inconsistencies and then their uh, perimeter defense have been real fucking weak. Nuggets have dealt with a little bit of injuries, but then also Jokic has just been a little bit inconsistent here and there. Minnesota has been inconsistent as of late, but has shown really good all-around defense and offense. But Thunder, man, I don't think they have a weakness. I think they could win it all this year. Really? I think they could wow. win it all this year. So, see, my, my original hot take, um, I had to change it because Matt's hot take also has to do with the Thunder. Was I was going to say, I think people should be taking them more seriously. Yeah. I think the only thing... They're not gonna, just a young team on the up anymore, bro. They're yeah. up. The only, the only thing that's going to stop them is inexperience. Yeah. But at the same time, the guy that's leading them... Has experience. Has been in the league for a few years. Has also played... In the play-in, I believe. Mm-hmm. Oh, also in the first round of the playoffs as well with Chris Paul. Yeah, he wasn't um, the guy then, but he's got the experience. This team is really, really good. It's really good. Like, bro. they have an MVP leading their team. Like, if he's... MVP the, caliber if, Yeah, if he's an MVP or not, he's going to be in contention. You want that, so that's their star player. 100%. Around them, they got a tall stretch, Chet. That Which is crazy. Gets in there, bro. Even though he's small, he gets in there. Yeah, they they got centers that can come off the bench when they need to face a center. Yeah. Uh, you know, not for nothing. Josh Giddy can give you any kind of game. I think once he once he gets out of this situation, which you know, whatever. Not gonna give my not gonna give my opinion on that anymore. He's a sick fuck. Whatever. Moving on. Um, whatever he can give you is good. But like Jalen Williams is a great. Great two way player. <laughs> He's a sick fuck. I yeah. just <laughs> but uh, Jalen Williams is a great, like great, fucking phenomenal, great two way player. Phenomenal. Um, I, they have everything that's really needed for a championship, and I think the beauty of this team is that they got so much draft picks and they got so much money that they can. There's not one thing they can't do right now. And honestly, so a little bit later, we're gonna be talking about move, like what every team needs to. Win a championship this year, what every team needs to do. Thunder are legit. I feel like they can already do it right now. But I think they can legit make a perfect move to really just send them to the stratosphere, bro. To just put them over Oh, you got the move already figured out and everything? Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. All right, all right. Yeah, so for my my hot take, I'm going to go on the other end. And I'm going to say, and I thought this before last night when the Bucks whooped their ass. Really badly, and they didn't play their second half players. Fuck. I think I think the Celtics are very beatable. Very, and I don't mean very as in like they're gonna get cooked by any team that they no, face. No, no, but by but real comp teams, it's they're beatable, and it's exactly what I say to you. And, and I given say it, it was a back to back night for them. Yeah, and Tatum the night before did put up forty five. This team's just not screaming championship, bro. As the longer the season goes on, the and, more they're showing just like flaws. And what sucks is Drew Holiday is having a terrible, terrible season defensively because Celtics almost cannot guard the point guard position. Derek White um, has been showing Drew Holiday how to be Drew Holiday. Yeah, it's weird as like fuck. De- like Derek White is, yeah. Derek White's been cooking. They have him. He's averaging like, what, 16 um, points a game. Yeah. And 
playing he's probably arguably the best perimeter defender right now currently like this right. past like two months and yeah Drew Holiday's just been he just doesn't fit right now and it's yeah. it's weird I don't and know I, I, I don't know I mean this team is just not screaming championship to me I, I know I'm and like I said I'm not saying they're gonna go out here and lose in the first round I don't even know if they lose in the second round but I can see him getting upset you know they they run into a hot team that's hot at that moment. Hundred percent. Like the right, I th- I feel like the right team is gonna uppercut them, and then that's gonna be it for them. But uppercut is tough. Yeah. Uppercut them. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, yeah, but that, I mean that that's my hot take. Um, I'm just gonna go with that. What, what'd you bet on? What was the bet? Nine leg parlay. Listen to this shit. So I got De'Aaron Fox twenty. I got Malik Monk's Malik Monk two threes. Keegan Murray two threes. Trey, 20 points with two threes. Jokic, 20 points. Michael Porter, two threes. Wemby, 20 points. Steph, two threes. And that Steph, two threes is negative 20,000. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. It I'm not be, going bro. more. I'm it not going be, more because Steph that... is weird this year, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. So Another hot take real quick. These old heads are... We're going to talk about the okay, Warriors. Okay, okay. We're, 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 we're going to talk about the Warriors. I'm not talking about uh, the Warriors in general. I'm saying old oh, heads oh, yeah. all around old the league. Old heads are starting to come. Besides Kevin Durant. But but Kevin Durant's playing fucking phenomenally, but that team's not playing great. LeBron really yeah. showing his age as of late. Curry last like month really showing we're his age. We're starting to move on, man. We're, we're starting to move on. Uh, They're starting to get really past And I'm starting prize. to feel really old because these are the guys I grew up with. This is our first episode since. So John Morant, actually, we haven't even had an episode since he's came back, which yeah, is crazy. Yeah, yeah. Three weeks. So all in three weeks, John Morant comes back, gives Memphis a lot of hope. Already got more down. wins than the Pistons. <laughs> uh, did he get more wins than the Grizzlies did before him? No. Nah, anyway, that's that's anyway, a lot of math. Yeah, that's a lot know. of math. Um, but yeah, so John Morant gets hurt out for the season, torn shoulder. Um, that Sad. sucks. Sad for him. Is he going to – it sucks because is he going to be injury prone? It's But it, uh, this shoulder thing was weird because yeah. he's never had an upper body injury before. Yeah. It's always yeah. been his ankles or something. So this one I feel was like – Was he not in just, the gym? They said he was in the gym? No, no. He. I'm pretty – no, I think this was just some freak shit. Okay. I think right. it was That's just fair. some freak That's shit fair. That's fair. that, like, no one saw coming. I don't think this was something that it wasn't – because he wasn't putting in the work right. or anything like that. I think it was just something that just happened. But it's sad, it's sad man. It's sad because he was the only hope for the Grizzlies to turn and Marcus around. Smart was starting to play better. Um, you know, Jaron Jackson and Bain were already – they were killing it while they were losing. So John Moran well, being put in I wouldn't say Jaron like, Jackson was killing it. He eh, was, he had his games. Yeah, you're right. It, it was mostly – Son was games, averaging 21 but on terrible efficiency and was averaging like four rebounds a game as a – Big man. And, I, I'm just and glad he also wasn't as premier on the defensive end as he was last year. I'm not happy that John Moran went through everything that he went through and is currently injured and everything. But I'm glad this finally points out that the Grizzlies need him to win. Because I was tired of hearing it from so many people that they can win without him. No, no, I mean, well, he's one of them. But like everybody, no, everybody. like there was just so many people. Just because the record was good, and I think that's just situational. Like you go. Well, into also a they game. had they had Tyus Jones as a backup point guard, and given yeah, Tyus Jones yeah. is not doing I the best over. Whoever gets Tyus Jones, if they're in yeah. the championship race, wow. Yeah, Tyus Jones. Yeah. When you have a good team around him, he can be a great fucking point guard. Yeah, Washington is not ideal right yeah. now, so he's not playing the best because we got you know 
everyone's trying to make a buck on that team. Everyone's trying to show they're the shit. So it's proving that everyone is not the shit, except for like <laughs> Kuzma and Bilal. But so everyone cool? else. No, I'm playing. I'm just fucking. Um, the pool party is empty. Um, I just think they've lost pieces. Stephen Adams injured. Brandon Clark's injured. They don't have Tyus Jones. It's just they don't have Dylan Brooks defensively anymore. It's they 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 have a lot less pieces than they, what they currently or what they did last year, where they were good without Jaw. So I mean, yeah, next uh, next year they're coming back for blood. Hopefully, we'll back see. In blood, get it back in blood, um, kid. Hit the gritty Dylan, all up on these motherfuckers. Dylan Brooks was right to get on out of there. No, I'm sorry. Oh, fuck. <laughs> um, so moving on to the Knicks and the Raptors trade. Um, damn, I felt like I left something out that I nope. wanted to say in the oh, oh, Whatever, okay, whatever. Um, but the Knicks and the Raptors trade. Um, so the Knicks, this is another thing that happened a little Yo, bit ago. It was honestly crazy trade, but I... For now, win-win. Yeah, I mean, so we the Knicks trade RJ Barrett, Emmanuel quickly, um, I think a second, yeah, um, just a second to the Raptors for Precious, not going to even pr- attempt to... Oshawa, pre- Precious Oshawa. Precious Oshawa. Yeah, I don't even know why I said him first. Um, yeah, but, what the fuck was that? <laughs> OG and an OB, Precious him, OG, and um, Wario. Or Waluigi, my bad, Waluigi. Malachi Flynn. Waluigi? Yeah. Waluigi. Compare him to Dante DiVincenzo. <laughs> Damn, okay. Um, no, that, that's a funny little picture. I'll put it I'll put it in the in the edit. But uh yeah. Um as a Knicks fan, how do I feel about the trade? I I like it, but in high in hindsight, I feel like the Knicks could have done a lot better when it came to quickly. I feel like quickly could have been our starting shooting guard rather than our bench point guard. Um, but what I like about the trade is taking quickly away. Jalen Brunson's going to be the point guard on the floor whenever he's on the floor, which as you guys have seen, his assist numbers have went up. Um, getting OG in there, you take away. So basically, OG's, OG is a player that doesn't need the ball in his hands to play his game of basketball. So if he's going to be out there like, you know, last night, for example, while the Knicks were getting smoked, he only had two points, but he only had a negative five plus minus because when he was on the court, the defense was really good. Mm-hmm. And that's the shit you want to see because R.J. Barrett, if he's not scoring, he's kind of really irrelevant on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he's doing he's thriving in Toronto so far. I love that for him. But when it comes to OG, I would much rather have OG it just sucks that his defense is so good that we're going to have to pay him a lot. <laughs> one thing one thing that really like sparks like or like shines for me in this is like or stands out is the fact that RJ is really thriving over there so far. You know, yeah. it's only been a few games. But RJ is somebody who needs the ball in his hands and OG's not for the most yeah. part. And what you guys needed right now is somebody who is doesn't need the ball in their hands. Because Brunson and Randall because, are playing the best basketball so, well, of their Yes, they're lives. playing the best basketball of their lives right now. But also, if you have more than one other person on the floor with Randall that needs the ball in their hands, it's not going to work because Randall's spacing. Like, ha- him on the floor fucks up the spacing for the rest of the team. So if you just have RJ all just these dudes there. just in the way, yeah. RJ's not going to be able to do what he's supposed to be able to do because everyone's just in the way. With OG there, OG's... He makes his money off of like on the offensive end, off of cuts, backdoor cuts to the rim, and just doing the right plays. Yeah, just making the right plays. RJ needs to create his own shot 
because yeah. his catch and shoot is like real inconsistent. So I think it was a perfect trade for you guys in that aspect. And with the Emmanuel quickly part of it, it's just you guys weren't going to pay him what he wanted. Yeah. So you guys needed to get and he's off gonna, of him. He should be getting a good contract. Yeah, I think 100%. He, he's going to go to one of these spicy teams um, that are going to like. I think Toronto that. brings him back. Man. Yeah, that, that too. And I, I think, I think he could be great on it, Toronto, they, Toronto's just one more good trade away, I think, from Ask having him. a nice team for the next few years. Because they get if they can really get a good get center a lot for, back for Siakam, get a get a good center for Siakam. Yeah, and that's and that's it. Because like really, Scotty just needs to be free from Siakam, and you can already see him quickly and RJ Barrett have already developed some form of chemistry. Because they've either won or been in every single game that they've played since the trade. They've lost a lot of very close games, specifically that game against the Lakers where they were bitching. Which I, I can see why. I mean, the Lakers got so many free throws at the end. But of But if if you were actually watching a game. Like, yes, I love to hear people bitch about the Lakers getting free throws. The Raptors were, like, legit fouling on purpose, it looked like. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't that the Lakers were just getting bullshit calls. The Raptors were legit just well, grabbing they, these dudes I for no reason. And I'm like, why are they doing this? The, the Raptors, they, they charged the paint a lot. They drive yeah. it to the paint a lot, and they weren't getting calls. Um, but I don't know. It's either here nor there. I mean, the Raptors aren't really going to go anywhere. This Neither year, are the but, fucking Lakers, it look like right now. So, But, yeah, you know, the Knicks, I think the part that I love the most about the trade is that we got some, we got a, we got a person yeah. without giving up the – Things that we were supposed to give to the get picks, that person. Grimes, stuff like, like yeah, that. Like, yeah, I get it. RJ and Quickly were supposed to be a part of some other trades, but we still got all of the first-round picks. Still have the Fournier contract, which is valuable for whatever reason. I guess someone in the comments can come kind of explain And below. they just also gave a contract um, to McBride, which could be put in something. Yeah, him, Grimes. Like, we, we have another bunch of things to make another big trade. And we'll see what that big trade is because I think the Knicks – are seeing this year as an opportunity. Because as we go along, the Bucks are so on and off. Yeah. The Celtics can be beat. 76ers yeah. can be beat. The Knicks would be stupid not to try to go for it. And I think that's what they're doing. Yeah. And like, I think, honestly, they're still one good trade away. I think they still yeah. are going to make another trade. Yeah. As will the, uh, the Raptors. I think both of them are going to make another trade before the deadline hits next month. And It's going to be fun. I think... The Raptors are really just going to be setting themselves up for next year because this year is a wash. And Mitchell Robinson, and then, you saw he might come back too. And the Knicks, Ooh. man, I just think I think I think they could make a run at something this year. I don't know if they will. Injuries, bar, barring injuries, and you know, you know, if consistency the team, of their stars. I, I would but, say what all they need is one more trade, and they get in the playoffs hot. Because you get in the playoffs hot, you have the fans believing it. MSG is going to be like absolutely MSG's gonna be the rocking spot, bro. Um, Jalen Brunson seems to love that kind of shit because um, that that was the difference between last time and this time is that last time we didn't have a player to take over when MSG is hot and you have Trey Young on the other side just killing us. I I feel like if we, if we had Jalen Brunson then we would have been way better off. But now we have Jalen Brunson and you saw last year we can win a playoff series at the very least and you know. No one knew the Heat were going to go to the, the the finals, so I think that was a missed opportunity for the Knicks. But that's only in hindsight. So of course, yeah. yeah. Sorry, that just happened. What's happening? Finger looking good, baby. Um, I think it's just. They should have sold. And given, yeah, they're 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 
whole franchise, this team that they have, is built on the culture of those three main guys. So I get it that you wanted to keep them together to keep Steph happy, this, that, and a third. And you know you guys made a lot of good business decisions because at the end of the day it is a business early on. But, man, if you wanted to keep your business going, you should have sold early. You should have sold Draymond two years let, ago. Yeah, I would have let Draymond be a free agent. I would have traded Clay in the offseason. Clay last year, I would have yeah. – or, yeah, at the offseason because yeah, he, off he had a good He had a good last year. So I would have traded him. I would have traded Draymond like, two years ago, honestly. I just – because right now – I, I honestly, like, not for nothing, I would have kept Jordan Poole too. Like, if Draymond was going to be gone – because, like, Jordan Poole, he, you could tell, like, when when uh, the Wizards went back to Golden State, the way he was mingling, because that was when Draymond yeah. was suspended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The way he was mingling with the, the Warriors team out oh, there. Like, yeah, they, was... they love him. He loved being there. I think that's what helped him thrive. Um, obviously, well, we're not going to get that again. Unless, for whatever reason, the Wizards just trade him back after Draymond's gone or whatever. But To me, Jordan yeah. Poole just needs well, – well, we'll get back to the Warriors in a second. Jordan Poole – legit needed a Curry-like player to keep the attention off of him so he could thrive. There is nowhere near a Curry-like player in Washington, so he's not I love that Bob Myers got the fuck out of there. Yeah, he was (laughs) smart. He jumped ship when he knew it was going to be over. He knew what was coming, man. And I just, Curry, it's funny because the first month he started off hot. His shooting splits were through the roof. He was averaging 30. It was a good, really good start to the season. This path past month yeah. and a half, man, it's been tough. And I think what's what's different about these Warriors is that remember when the Warriors won the championship the year that they did and they were struggling mid season? Yeah. yeah. And they were struggling mid season. Yeah, twenty one, definitely twenty one, twenty one, twenty one, twenty one. Um, but when they were struggling mid season during that season, they weren't all in the media. They weren't like there weren't all these stories. They just got back to it got and won because Draymond yeah. was hurt, Steph was hurt, um, on and off through that season. And then they won the championship, but this year you could tell they're stressed. You can tell, like Steve Kerr is basically like saying, you know, take us out of the conversation for everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, Moody, well, it was twenty twenty two. Yeah, Moody and yeah. Kuminga for you know it's crazy that they're just B pod though. Yeah, they're they're complaining. B pod though. Um, Draymond, you know, suspended. Leveraging that he's gonna retire so he can come Shut back. Shut up. So you can tell he didn't learn a lesson because, like, I don't want to hear that he cried and did all. I think he's only saying all that so he could come back. Um, Retiring because it's just too exhausting at this point. You're the one doing it, dickhead. Right. The young guys aren't doing, aren't get. Well, they're getting. They're now getting the opportunity, but they're not really showing out as much as you would want. The old guys are fumbling the fucking bag. Low-key, one of the most surprising... Two of the most surprising players on this team should not have been the most surprising players on this fucking team. Dario fucking Saric and Brandon Podzemski, which, you know, I've been talking about him since, you know, to the summer, so I love that little motherfucker. But it's just like, I don't... This team is just not looking good, bro. It's just... It's scary. Yeah, and the, the craziest part is that they can lock in whenever they want through that team, but I don't see it this year, man. I don't see them ever locking in at this point. Yeah, I mean, Clay. I mean, we're how far into the season he's only had, like, a couple, like, actually really good games. Steph's given games that he's never or hasn't given since he started this, this yeah, he's run had, of dominance in the NBA. He said in the last month he had two games where he did not hit a three. Prior to that, it was five years against my Lakers where he didn't hit a three. And then prior to that, it was five years that he didn't yeah. hit a three. So it's just like two this year is crazy. Yeah. So 
Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see what happens. I know we we talk about them a lot, but it's just it's crazy. It's actually crazy in real life. Seeing, I mean, they're the most modern dynasty we've ever. Yeah, seen. Yeah, I was so gonna say actually seeing a, a dynasty collapse real time is it's it's nuts. But they they have every. And I honestly wish like Draymond would just come and change the narrative. Like, go out on some good terms. Stop getting suspended. Stop doing dumb shit. Just well, come it's funny. Out. After the championship, he had such a great narrative around him. Until yeah. the punch, he had such a great narrative until the punch Jordan of Jordan Poole. Poole. Because the, the I tried narrative- to say it. I tried to say it on the pod. Y'all wouldn't let me, but I tried to say it. I feel like that punch affected like more than than what it what it should have. Because like the whole locker room vibe was weird after that. Yeah. I just think I just think that. Because the narrative after the championship, because he was injured midseason, right, and the team Heard started to have that downslope, and all of a sudden he came back, and they right before they the playoffs, bugging. they started bugging, and then in the playoffs they started bugging, and it was like, whoa, the, the Draymond effect on this team is really something, and then that boom, was, and then it's just been a downslope, man. It's been tough. He's not, he's not a good defender no more. He's not good on offense. We know that. Um, so I, I don't know. I <laughs> they they signed him to a full max. In the off season, so that's that's a little weird. I don't, I don't know who takes that contract. Yeah, what they do a four year one twenty? Some shit like that. It was that's it was tough. nuts. But tough. I, I and that's what I'm saying. I wish Draymond would just come back, go out on good terms. If you really want to retire, retire at the end of the year, so that the Warriors you don't have to go through more shit. Like end this. And whole, so the Warriors don't have to keep paying you because yeah, you're end this bro. gracefully because like this franchise was really something, man. They got it out the mud, and then they got the the be- one of the best free agent signings ever. And then he leaves, and you still get it out the mud after he leaves, like that. Yeah, what a fairy tale ending! And then you got you, like, and, that, and now the, it's all going. It down was a fairy tale. <laughs> yeah, it was a fairy tale ending after that championship. But then from that summer on, it's just been drama after drama after drama. Yeah. Just end it gracefully, man. Just yeah, I think stop. they should. They should try their hardest to make the play in, make it to the playoffs, lose to whatever seed, and then just fucking. Dis- but the dis- thing man. for me is what I yeah. What the thing for me is. They want to restart, right? Yeah. Do they find a way out for Steph? I don't. And that's I don't think so. Because he would be the only one to give them return for a good restart. Yeah, but at the same Clay's time, Clay's not getting you a good return. Draymond's not getting you a good re- return. There's a reason why they, they said that, that he's not available because I think they're going along with that. Steph is going to be a warrior for his whole for life, and I get that. And at this point, I think you just do it. Like, but then you got to start doing the right things. To yeah. you got to now, you got to trade Clay now. You gotta trade Draymond now. You gotta get something around Steph to do something so his last few years in the league aren't just for nothing, bro. Yeah. You, I don't think it I don't think it's just for nothing. I think he has to just register a good few final years here, which he will. And he's he's already all time, in my opinion, he's top five all time. You got you got fucking ignorant motherfuckers like Shaq, who usually won't give people their flowers. Saying Steph might be the best player of all time. Saying Steph is better than him. So, you know, I I just I just hope for the best. I just I don't know. I don't I don't or, think he gets traded though. They could also just do like what the Mavs did or something and yeah. just keep Dirk into his olden years and just be shitty, get the really good yeah. pick, pick one up one of the next That's studs, it. and then have that stud lead the franchise. People are still gonna show up to watch Steph play. Yeah, hundred percent. No matter what. Who are your um, top five players right now? Number one, I got Luka fucking Doncic. Okay. Because the too much inconsistencies have been going on with, uh, with Jokic. 
That's true. Embiid's been a little bit injured. And given uh, Luca's out right now as well. Right. But. Not even. But Embiid, you know, he had a little bit of inconsistency too. Giannis, you know, you could still say Giannis because, I mean, Giannis been bugging the fuck out holding up that team. But I got Giannis at number two just because I feel like Luca's just been that fucking guy. Him, he's been he's been keeping that team afloat, especially when Kyrie was out. Giannis got number two because he's doing the exact same thing Luca's doing, keeping that team afloat while Dame's been up and down. Then I got Yoke. Okay. Just because... Yeah, he's in a slump yep. right now, but reputation is going to precede his little slump, in my opinion. He's just a fucking dog. He'll get his shit together. I got Embiid. Same thing. Former MVP, or reigning MVP, leading MVP voting right now. Only got seven games left of injuries to where he can still be eligible for that shit. But I got Embiid just because he's been balling the fuck out this year. And then I got Shea, the person who I think could... Get that MVP. Not at number five? I got Shea at five. All right. I Damn. got Shea at five. All right, so mine's going to be a hot take. So, top five players, uh, number one. I'm going Shea. At one. At number one, bro. At number one. The reason why is because oh, when we get to when we get to the team. Bro, the Thunder are tied for first in the West, right? Yeah. No one even... I, I mean, we knew they'd be good, but I don't think anyone would have expected them to legitimately be the best in the West. And it's legitimate, bro. They've beaten so many good teams. And one of the big reasons they've beaten so many teams is, yes, are they good as a team? Sure. Do they got a good system going? Sure. But Shea is averaging like 30 points a game, I'm sure, right? 31. Absolutely dominating. There's like literally almost nobody that can stop him. Because even when you do like come close to stopping him or he is cold, he finds a way to be impactful. For example, the Nuggets game. Yeah. They had him... Shut down for most of the game. He comes out later, like later in the fourth quarter, makes the game winner. Still scores twenty seven. Still good. They're, they're, he's basically unbeatable at the, at this current time. Nah, Shea is a cheat code. He's one of the best mid range shooters we have in this league. Um, and he's just bro, his finishing ability and he's like bro, it's bizarre. His frame, bro. He's strong, bro. He's he's a big point guard. He's strong. He's just. He's the real deal, bro, and I think... He reminds me of, like, a little less IQ Braun, man. Just because of how strong he is when he gets into the paint, he gets his fouls, he... <laughs> that, nah, he's he's different, bro. And, like, I don't have him higher than five just based off of reputation of the other guys. Absolutely. Just based off that. My number five is about to be crazy. Because Shea is... Shay is. What was that noise? I, I was thinking. I don't know. I I like grumbled when I thought, but no. I Shay's probably like. If I'm doing like a top ten ranking right now, and it's just not like anything to do with that. Anything, anything to do with like what's happening currently right now? I say probably Shay's probably like three. Yeah, Shay's creeped his way up there, yeah. man. Especially because like Curry's dropped, Tatum's like kind of fumbled in the middle, but might have dropped a tad. I think I think Shea Rose, man. Shea's rising. Number two, um, I'm going with Giannis. Okay, I think yep. Giannis has Same. been very consistent since he <clears throat> he got off to a little of a slow start because he was trying to figure out should I really let Dame be yeah. the number one or should I be the number one? Ever since he chose to be the number one, 
He's been very consistent. He's been winning a lot of games yeah, for the Bucks. Re- remember that? Remember that quote he had where yeah. he was like, "Dame is going to be the number and one guy." And he legitimately tried to let him be the number and one. It for was like after, two weeks. and it was <laughs> after Lillard was sitting here like, "I've never been on a team where I'm not the best player." So it's just like, who, yeah. who's who right now? Yeah, bro? but now that they figured that out, Giannis yeah. has been stuffing the stat sheet. They're yeah. winning games. They destroyed the Celtics last night. Fucking destroyed. Number three, I got Luca. Um, the only reason I couldn't put him, I, I realistically probably would have had him first, but the Mavericks have fallen into a playing spot at the moment. Right. Um, so I'm putting him third just for now, but he's been the best player in the last couple weeks statistically mm-hmm. um, all over the board. Him and Kyrie have been a blessing to watch this year. They just need to stay on the court and stay healthy. Yeah. And I think the Mavericks really have something good going over there that can upset a lot of teams. And it's funny, though, because the West is so stacked right now, too. Like we were saying, yeah. it yeah. would be. Because they're literally twenty three and fifteen, three yeah. games out of the first seed, <laughs> right? Exactly. But they're the seventh seed, yeah. and it just sucks because they're a team I can see getting overwhelmed in and playing games. Yeah. I think they need to get to a series where they where Luca can over as we've seen before over the stretch of time assert his dominance and be unstoppable. Um, but number four is Jokic. I can't leave him off. I mean, he's had a rough stretch as of late. He's only averaging, I think, like 23 points in the last five games. But at the end of the day, he's still stuffing the stat sheet. The Nuggets are still good. He's still a great player, so I can't not put him on the list. Right, right. Embiid's oh not on the God. list because of injuries. Who who are you about So number play? five, because you guys know I like to do something crazy. I like to just give a guy his flowers. I'm going Paulo Bencaro. Paolo's been bugging his last eight, nine. He's been bugging, stretch. and I know the Magic are. But in, I'm gonna sound fuck. like a I'm gonna sound like a hypocrite because the Magic have also fallen to a play-in spot. But the Magic, they're dealing with some bullshit injuries at the moment. But they're only one game out, and he is the like a big reason that they're as good as they are because he has been going. Nah, he's nuts. He's bugged this season, bro. Like, yeah. He had a little bit of a slow start. Him and Franz both. It's nice did. to see the Magic got their star again. So but in like four years, he, he'll be a Laker. It's always a big. Ma- <laughs> in like four years, he'll be a Laker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But bro, he's 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 the real deal. Like, given I knew he was really good last year. But I was like, you know, can this dude ever be like an efficient guy? Because you know yeah. he's always he's yeah. he's shooting more than he should. Da, da. Nah, bro, he's shooting this year. He's, he's making really them. The team is good. Jalen Suggs is finally you know showing himself as a role, having a role on the team. Franz Wagner, Wagner, when he's actually there, I did what you fucking. I know. Did. <laughs> uh, Franz, when he's actually there, he's contributing. He's doing good. That team is cool, man. Yeah. I didn't expect I to say that this year, but I agree. he's put it all together. I, I absolutely agree. I like that. It's it's yeah. different. I didn't see it coming, but I like yeah, that. Man. All right, yeah, man. Yeah. Right. So I'll start off with the top five teams. Real quick, though. Real quick. Go ahead. If you were just spitball, don't think too hard on this. If you were to just do like a top 30 player or whatever, just no, don't think that deep into it. Where does Paulo sit? Oh, top in 30 in the league? If, does, does Is he in your top like 15? Not top fifteen, so top like twenty five, like, probably like twenty to thirty. Probably okay, 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 yeah. okay, yeah, okay. Because I, I mean, mean he's, he's just still, he's had such a lead, but you want to see very, it's very new. Yeah, you want to see yeah. this over a long. Like I said, span. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give people shoutouts. Like I did. Yeah, yeah, did yeah. I really believe Trey was top five? Hell no. Um, but closer than Paolo, yeah. but still, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so yeah, so, lead us into it, big dog. Top five teams. Number one, I'm going the Thunder. Mm. It's like you said. And I know I'm I'm being like a Thunder homer or whatever, but I like I gotta I'm putting all my chips in on the Thunder just like I did the Timberwolves. This team, they're beating the bad teams that they yeah. should be beating, 
and they are very, they're up there with all the good teams. They have some very legitimately solid wins this year, and right now I think they're the number one team. But that's just right now because number two, the Celtics, you know, is what it is. I know I said what I said about them earlier, but right now they do have the best record in the NBA, so, you know, they're number two. Number three is the Bucks. Um, I I know they just cooked the Celtics, but I can't put them above the Celtics yet. I need to see more consistency from them because it's so up and down. Like, they just went from getting cooked by the Jazz to cooking the Celtics. Like, I don't know what to really take from that. Don't know if they're going to – if they're really, really, really real or not yet. So – Got them really, really, real, real, yeah. real, not real, real, real. And the Timberwolves, they're a close fourth. I think I could have put them. Ooh, you could have yeah. put them first, second, third, or fourth, but I got them fourth, um, just because they're five and five in their last ten. Um, they're dealing with a little bit of nagging injuries. Mm. Um, and number five, mm. whatever. I'm going the Clippers. Mm. Swallow my pride a little bit here. Ever since Russell uh, Westbrook went to the bench. Um, They've all seemed pretty locked in. Like Kawhi's been bugging. Kawhi's only missed a couple games. Harden's been yeah. cool. Harden's been doing what PG's he. He's been cool. And that's the thing about Harden. It's weird because he came into this like I'm gonna do whatever I want, but is like succumbing to he just, championship like he level a, basketball, and it's. I feel like he had a realization in yeah. his mind of like, all right, he had a reality check, like yeah, copy. And Kawhi's back, back, so like, yeah. Kawhi getting to, for, I don't care what's around month. Kawhi. Yeah, I don't care what's around Kawhi. If the Clippers go to the playoffs, they have a chance at winning the championship as long as Kawhi is healthy and doing what he's been doing lately. So I got the Clippers in number five. So you're saying there's a chance. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But that's right. the thing with the Clippers. Are they going to get to the playoffs healthy and are they going to get to the playoffs without any drama? No. Exactly. We'll see, though. We'll yeah, see. Well, no, we'll see. Because yeah. they've been low-key. They've been cooking, bro. They've been yeah. cooking. And, like, yeah, I'm a Laker fan at heart. But, like, it's not with other sports where, all right, football, I'm a Patriot fan. I only know Patriot shit. I don't know any – I don't watch football enough to know <laughs> any other teams type shit. Tough. <laughs> basketball, I'm a basketball fan. Yeah, my favorite team is Lakers. But, bro, I appreciate all teams. I appreciate all that shit. So, I fuck with the Clippers, bro. They're cool. Yeah. They're cool this year. But we've been saying that for four years, and they just kept fumbling. So More like eight, man. It's been a <laughs> – more like since, like, Chris Paul. Yeah, the Lob City Clippers, show. which I will get into them in a bit. But, oh, shit. Okay. But, um, oh, yeah, yeah, so my, yeah, yeah. my my top five teams, I also have Tunda. Like I said, okay. like I said earlier, Thunder, man, I think they could really just win it all this year. And I don't see a team stopping them in the seven-game series. So I got them number one. Like he was they saying, they're tied taught, in the West for number one. It's funny. they In real time, they put on a master class on how to tank and do it properly. Yeah, and not even just tank because they never really tanked, bro. Yeah. Like because even when they were build, uh, getting all these picks, this and a third, they were still at like Chris Paul, and they were getting really they were still good getting to the playoffs no or what. just missing the playoffs. They had Westbrook and Paul George before that. They were you know first round exits, but they were doing good. So they never really tanked, bro. They had like maybe two to bad here, years. To sit here for a franchise and say that they didn't win a championship when they had prime Kevin Durant and prime Russell Westbrook. And then also you can go further than that. Prime Abaka, Prime whoever the fuck else, all the defenders that they had. To still come out here, what is it, 10 years? 10, 10, yeah, 10 years later and to still be in a position where they're like this. I'll say they were in the crazy. finals 12 years ago, 2012. Yeah. And it's crazy that they they can recover that fast and still be capable of Yeah, because they've been good yeah. all this time except for two years yeah. in there. And yeah, they're master class on how to 
to restart up a franchise, a hundred percent. Kevin Durant left, and they were just like, "All right, well, yeah, let's go we, get, let's go get we Mellow gotta, Paul we gotta George. Keep living, man. We let's gotta. go get Mellow Paul George." <laughs> they bugged with them. Yeah, they're disappointment in the playoffs, but they kept the franchise alive. And then they're like, "All right, let's grab Chris Paul." And they let's grab Shea. And instead let's of keeping, get a bunch of picks. Instead of keeping Russ that whole time, they were just like, "All right, you can." They knew when it was done. You can go flap your wings and go play. Yeah, and they else. and they got peak value back <laughs> for. They got peak value they back got peak for value Paul back George. For everybody, bro. Yeah, they got <laughs> Paul George came off the season where he was top five in MVP and Defensive Player of the Year voting, which is still one of my favorite seasons of all time from him or from anybody, just because of how good he was that year. Got peak value for him. Teamed him up with Kawhi and got Shea. Got That's mad crazy. picks. Did more every fucking draft over the last four years. They've done the most irrelevant ass trades to get even more picks, <laughs> and it's just been ridiculous, yeah. bro. Masterclass. So yeah, I got Thunder at one. This might be a little recency bias. I got Bucks at two. And that's that's fair. They just that's beat fair. Them. They, they just them fucking mollywopped yeah. them. They were up thirty in the second quarter. That shouldn't be the a thing. Celtic starters didn't even come back out. <laughs> yeah, they played eighteen minutes total. Yeah, it's it was crazy. Um, I got Bucks over them just because I feel like I just trust them more than the. the Celtics, yeah, the Celtics have the best record in the league. They usually do, so it is what yeah. it is. But I just, I feel like I trust Giannis's consistency more than I trust Tatum's consistency, and that's just really what it gonna, comes down to. Sadly, he's gonna have a lot of pressure this off season or this uh, postseason playoffs. Oh, both. Yeah. he's gonna have pressure. Yeah. Oh yeah, for a yeah. while. I feel like, <laughs> um, but I'd still do a Celtics third just because they're the Celtics' best record in the league. Star power, got probably got the best five man lineup out there when it's clicking, but it has to be clicking. I also have Minnesota, the team that to start the year I was very low on, very fucking low on. Didn't even have them making the playoffs this year. I I had to make it a late play in, honestly. I think yeah. 10th seed, 9th seed, but hey, proving me wrong. Ant is the dog that I always thought he would, but Cat stepped up, Gobert stepped up, Nas Reed has stepped up, McDaniels has stepped up. It's beautiful showing from them. And then I got Nuggets as five. Fair. Just because... I was tied between the Nuggets and the Clippers. Yeah, Jokic just came off the championship. Jokic, two-time MVP. They got the role players. Aaron Gordon's been good this year. Murray's been in and out, but he's been good when he's there. Michael Porter Jr. is in there. He's been good. They got good role players. I I just, you know, I like them. <laughs> Clippers, though. Shout out Clippers. They're yeah, yeah, shout out Clippers, I guess. Slight <laughs> Oh, Bucks. I think they, personally, they need to trade for a good player. Middleton's not doing it in the middle of that lineup. They need they need someone that's going to give. Them I 15. actually this year I yeah. hated Middleton. Like honestly, team. I would like, uh, and this is this is weird, but I would like Buddy Heald, someone like that on their team, someone that could just come in, get buckets, go home. Somebody like that, because like, yeah, yeah, they're not getting Buddy Heald, but um, somebody like that for sure. But oh man, and what would you give up? Because you want that shit. They, either way, they got to do something. Because I feel like. They go in the playoffs, they're going to need Middleton to do more than just give them 15 points here and there. He's not even giving 15 points. That's yeah. a sad part. He's giving like 11 right. tops. <laughs> that motherfucker's been bad he's this year, him. bro. But, uh, and yeah. given, yeah, he's yeah. had multiple injuries in a row, so it's not on him. But it's just like, damn, bro, they need a better third guy. And, like, they're not letting Bobby Portis play as much as they you would want. 
Middleton's been not showing the fuck up, so who's that guy? Malik fucking Beasley? Can't be. Can't be. No shot. Love Pat him, Connington like can't be, bro. Good seventh Brooke Lopez has had such a bad year compared to last year. So yeah, I just I don't I don't know, man. So, I agree, but I just don't know what the package would be or anything right. like that. But I a hundred percent agree. They need that guy to come out there, hit shots from when they need it. Hundred percent. Seventy sixers. I, I I just say health. I mean, well, health, I mean, they could get greedy and get another piece, but I think if they're healthy, they got that piece through Ubre. Like mm-hmm. Ubre is a very consistent guy. Um, they got metal. Tobias team. has been doing Tobias really good doing lately. Better. Maxi is doing great. Um, a little tired as of late, <laughs> you could tell. Um, Embiid's a little hurt, but I think they just need to get in there healthy, man. Yeah, and that's always been the thing for the yeah. Sixers, just stay healthy. And I think that's just really what it comes down to. Because, like I was saying a f- at this point a while, a f- like a month ago or some shit, the, uh, I could see the Sixers really showing out and going for it and getting to the finals if they if everything works out perfectly. Right. But will it work out perfectly? Ah, I don't know. The process wasn't... You know, really per- uh, perfect. It was it was murky. Hey, nothing's but perfect. The, the Pacers. Me, I think nothing. I don't think they're not going to get to the finals. I think they shouldn't get desperate and trade yeah, a whole bunch no. of things. I think, I think you're still... You trade Buddy Heald and Miles Turner if you get the piece that's going to long-term help this team. Yeah, if but somebody do offers you something yeah. crazy for them. Don't but, do anything short-term. No. I would start building this team around Tyrese. Make this yeah, it's still so... Tyrese is still so young and yeah. like new to being a superstar to where you should not be like you said yeah. desperate at all. Yeah. This this year is your first jump up year to being a really good team. Yeah. So I think you stay pat, stay put, be good where you are, and just keep improving for the future. Don't uh-uh, yeah. uh-uh. hell what, no. What about the Cavs? <clears throat> Fuck. I say a top bench piece. I mean, I got Karis LeVert gives you a good game every four games or whatever. Um, but I don't know. Because I, I don't want to sit here and say they can't because they, they, they play good basketball. They play good basketball. They got their so, stars. Right, they, so got, they got the good role real players quick, real around quick, real quick. Let's not change. Let's change this to not what they should do to make it to the finals. What should your, their next moves be? Let's just change it to okay. that. Because I think... They get Mitchell for the high. They give out Mitchell for the highest value. He's at his peak value. He said he's not coming back. He's got a year and a half left on his contract. Get him for peak value right now. That's fair. Get him out of there for peak value. Get rid of uh, J- Jared Allen just because when Mobley comes back, he needs to be the center, not the power forward. I agree. Get peak value Jared for your guys. I, I think Jared Allen has been good, so get him at peak value. And Garland was so good before Mitchell. I'm not saying he's not good. Like, he's actually putting up, you know, good numbers and good clips, but he's not taking over. Because right now you're only seven games above 500. You get rid of Donovan Mitchell. You get rid of Jared Allen. You have nobody now. Right. Because Mitchell, I mean, because Garland and Evan Mobley are down right now. So you fucking fumble this year, take an L on it, get peak value back, let them get into a system on the team, and just start over for next year. Because I think that's best for future. I think that's best for future. Do I think if they really, really try to make a run at it, they could do something? Maybe. Mitchell wants to be in New York that bad. Send him to the Nets and get Bridges plus some other pieces. That's not bad. That's not bad. Get Bridges, Ben Simmons, and some firsts. 
Bridges Cam <laughs> Thomas and <his> first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So the next I think realistically, I, I wanted a big man, but if Mitchell Robinson's gonna come back, I think it's health. Yeah, they, no, I they, think that team currently constructed right now, pretty fucking solid. Do I think with the team they have currently right now, they win it all? Eh, I've seen weirder things happen, so I wouldn't be, like, crazy to I, think. It's a wait and see. Like, if Mitchell Robinson comes back and is actually, like, Yeah, good, but when is this, when not, is this he, time span supposed to be? Well, but that's what I – the thing I'm nervous about Mitchell Robinson is that they said he was out for the season. Yeah. And now all of a sudden they're saying he has a chance to come back, which means, a.k.a., they're going to probably rush him back so that we have yeah, him Yeah, but so, to me out. it's – you only have one month – uh, less than a month now before the trade deadline. He's not coming back before the trade yeah. deadline. That would be absurd. Yeah. So are you banking on him coming back a week or two before the fucking playoffs and being good? Which is No, like, so I think I think if they're going to make a trade, it needs to be right the fuck now. But who are they trading for? Yeah, there's not... Like with, with Embiid... Go get DeAndre Eaton. No. Embiid's no. <laughs> doing good on his team. And Cat is doing good on his team. Those, I guess, were the are the only two people, I guess, would make sense for the Knicks. Because that's where we need to be filled is that, that center Because I don't spot. think you need any more scoring. Yeah. And I don't really want Cat. No. And obviously... People would be dumb if they said they didn't want to bead, but I, I don't think it's realistic. So no, it's I'm final on this ride. Either. See if Robinson comes back. If he does, then I think we got a real chance. If not, Knicks can grind it out. You know what I low-key think? And this would this trade would never happen because these two teams wouldn't trade with each other low-key just because the, the the bad blood there now. I think, bro, I think you guys like a Click Capella type player just to fill in for Mitch Robinson, and he wouldn't be expensive, bro. bro. He wouldn't be expensive. He's the only he's the only one outside of the only like big man outside of the you know. Yeah, and Atlanta's doing bad right now. They're they're six games under five. They want to trade Dejounte, and yeah, they want to trade Dejounte to the Lakers. (laughs) Hopefully, but um, I think I think Loki. I think low key because they have an Echo Kong who they want to they want to play because he's when he's he good. plays he's good. Yeah. So yeah, give Clint Capella up for like some bullshit because the because the fucking my bad the Knicks have pieces to just give out and also it's just he's not gonna be that expensive, bro. Yeah. He's Clint Capella. Like he's getting older. He's one dimensional, but he will help that Knicks team, and I think that would be good for him. So that's the move I see. Go, I would see he. I I say rebuild. I don't like the only reason I say that is just because like they've I've, had a lot of injuries this year, man. I feel like they've had their best shot at sneaking a finals. Yeah, which was in the bubble and last year, which no one saw coming. Like I think those were the best chances for them to actually get a sneaky championship. Ride. I don't think it's happening this you year. You know what's funny? And you can get so much value out of I, I think Hero and Bam. See, so no, 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 no. So Hero and Bam are still decently young. Yeah, I think you get rid of Butler, Butler for and just whatever you get from him, you can probably get a couple good pieces yeah. back from him. Build that That's with your current thing, roster. I, I think Butler's like gonna retire at Miami, in Miami. So that's what make that's why I say rebuild because it's like. This is what your team's going to be for the next several years. If you go this way, it's going to be Butler, Bam, Hero. Hero plays half the games of the year. Butler is very high and cold. Right. And then Bam is, is there as your lockdown center. But past that, you're trusting all of these undrafted, undrafted, low first round, second round picks to fill in the gaps. 
And you, you see, like, sometimes it just doesn't work out that way. Yeah, Nikola Jovic has not worked yeah. out. But Magic, I don't, have. Magic, I think they need to stick it out. I think we can agree on that. Yeah, they're super yeah. young. Bulls, I think we can agree they just need to let go. That's easy. Everyone, except for yeah. Kobe White. Yeah, exactly. Kobe he's, White's he's been showing the fuck out ever since Zach Levine went The down. Nets, they're, they're weird. Um, but they're not going to the finals, so... No, I, I didn't yeah. think they were going to be a playoff team this year, so... Yeah, yeah. I, I was, I'm wrong so far on that. <laughs> the Hawks... But it's all right, I've been wrong on things, too. So. The Hawks, I think if they're going to keep this team and not break it apart, I think they need to get but a very been, solid mid guy, middle guy. To me, for, for this team, it's been so weird, because, like, you got four players that have been playing really solid on that team, then no one else has. <laughs> Trey Young has been showing the fuck out. DeJounte Murray's been good. Jalen Johnson has shown the fuck breakout. out this year. Breakout. Because his first two years, he wasn't really doing much. Yeah. And then Bogdanovich off the bench, he's low-key been... Well, he's starting sometimes. He's low-key been putting in some numbers, too. And then uh, we I did mention Okonu, but he's not getting playtime that much because of Capella. So... I think I think you just need to figure some shit out. DeAndre Hunter, real up and down. Sadiq Bay, real up and down. They're virtually the same fucking players. Yeah. So they, if they neither of them are hitting, <laughs> if neither of them are fucking hitting, what the fuck are you gonna do with that? So I don't I don't know. I do we sell? I don't know. Like I think ah uh, yeah. Who cares? You just need a better <laughs> team around Trey, bro. I don't know. And then the Raptors, I think it's obvious they need to trade Siakam. Get trade some value. Siakam and then just build for the future, bro. And then Hornets, Wizards, Pistons doesn't fucking matter. Doesn't fucking matter. Um. So the Timberwolves, health. I think they need to stay healthy. Stay I think they healthy got the, I think keep they've going. shown they got, you got a team. the team. You got I mean, the team. maybe they can get a bench piece, but like nah, they you got, got the team, bro. They got I think it. I got think this team. is it. Like yeah. the only thing I could see better for them is a better point guard over Mike Conley, but like yeah. it's just and also like, it's funny because like they also they also gotta like they better hope they win something or at least make a conference finals appearance something to make that Rudy Gobert trade like worth it worth it and right now yeah maybe some of us are choking on our words a little bit because like they're actually playing really well but it's it's not totally entirely on Gobert he is having a phenomenal year. Um, but it, a lot of it's so is everybody. Yeah, yeah. Ants having yeah. a phenomenal year. Cats having a good jump back year. Yeah, the same. Nasri and I feel the same year. way about the Thunder as I feel about them. Just got to get in healthy. Stay healthy. Keep going. Yeah, you got the team. Nuggets you got more than. Yo, this up. is funny. Nuggets stay healthy. Yeah, keep going, bro. The West ready is Cl- stay healthy. Wait, wait, ready for this? Clippers stay healthy. Stay healthy. You got keep the going. team. Keep going. Kings stay healthy. Keep going. <laughs> Pelicans, stay healthy. Stay keep healthy. Going. Keep going. Mavericks, stay, stay healthy. healthy. Keep, keep going. None of these wait, wait, wait. Sons, sons, stay, stay healthy. healthy. Keep going. <laughs> and then we get to the Rockets, and it's like they kind of just got young. Just make They're the play. Young. Make the play. Um, Lakers rebuild. Get rid of everybody. Stay healthy. <laughs> stay healthy. Well, bro, I'm so. Uh, don't don't get me hilarious. going, bro. Don't get me going. Yeah, so I think we can just end that segment because the Warriors, we already talked enough about them. And then it's the Jazz, Grizzlies, Blazers. Who's last? Oh, Spurs. Yeah, Spurs. Spurs got to sell. They got to trade Wemby. Oh, <laughs> beat? Yeah, Spurs no. got the second But no, that's actually crazy. Literally, the West just needs to fucking stay healthy and, like, any of them could, like, do what they got to do. Yeah, bro. Eight, one through eight all could, like, go the fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. They just gotta stay healthy, <laughs> keep going. <laughs> Alright, that that was actually pretty funny. 
and a good way to get through that segment a little bit faster. So let's do a random segment. Shout out a lineup from the past. All right, so I got two. I got two as well. Okay. Right. So I got I got 2015 Mavs. This was your one of your favorite teams because we got – and it's also ruined – Oh shit! Okay, okay. Look at that. So we'll also talk about him in a little bit. We'll let him go in later. But this, I remember this team was one of Thomas's favorites because it was so fun to watch. Because Monte Ellis was this guy's favorite player, facilitator for once. It was so good. It was Monte Ellis, Chandler Parsons, Dirk, and uh, Tyson Chandler. And then you know about half, halfway through the year, they're like, not even halfway. It was early. It was like. It was 30%, early. 33%. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the Dallas Mavericks were number one seed, looking really good, and they're like, <laughs> That's crazy. Montales is going to get a lot of mentions in this fucking, in this episode, because my, my first shout-out is the Milwaukee Bucks team. And I only want to shout it out because I meant to, and I don't know if it's for good or for bad, but this lineup was so weird. I don't know why they thought it would work, but I got them to the eighth seed, and they got smoked by LeBron. But Brandon Jennings, Monte Ellis, J.J. Redick, Ersan Ilyasova and Larry Sanders. By the way, I miss Larry Sanders. He was a player I thought was going to be like one of the next biggest things. Never panned out. But that lineup, I just loved watching the stupidness. It was just three little guys just running around That's shooting threes. That's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> no direction That's whatsoever. They were just like fucking send it. The Bucks. I don't know why they traded Bogut for Monte, but it, it worked for the, the Warriors. Um, so, yeah. Wow, we just shot at Monte Ellis twice. And he's going to get another one in a little yeah. bit. And I, I hate that he's out the league so fast because I felt like so he would have been. So fast. He had a good, decent Yeah, but he was out career. at 33. Yeah. But... He could have been cool during this time of the NBA. This time? No. Yeah. No, he's too I old I mean, well, now. now he would have been too old, but like, you know. Nah, he, he, he was, he was old. Ago. He was old on the Pacers. He was old. Yeah. What's your next shout out? Um, oh, yeah. So I got the uh, 2018 Pels. Oh, yeah. With, Can't have Rondo, with Rondo, Drew Holiday, Nikola Mirotic, AD, and Boogie, bro. It's just, it's a team that... They did, they did damage with Boogie get, going down. Imagine yeah, the, they and, still oh. made it to the second round, but ran into the fucking Warriors, so... And what could have been, because, yeah, the Warriors are the Warriors, but if you had DeMarcus Cousins, the Warriors can't guard the inside. Yeah, we've talked about this multiple Anthony times Anthony Davis is DeMarcus Cousins getting passed to from Rondo... Which is Drew Holiday just randomly there and Miritich randomly Drew on Holiday the three. On, uh, Drew Holiday on Curry as well. I don't know, man. Like that, that would have been a hard team for the Warriors specifically to beat. It's it's one of those things that I still go back into two K every like couple years and rebuild and be like, oof. Damn, man. Because this, the <laughs> this team does damage. This team does damage. So my second shout out is the Raptors mm. from I believe this is twenty thirteen fourteen. But Kyle Lowry, DeMar DeRozan, and I don't like Lowry, but DeMar DeRozan, Rudy Gay, war hero Andrea Bargani, and Amir Johnson. Real quick, real quick, what a slight. We're just naming the team, and he's Kyle Lowry. Real quick, I don't like Kyle Lowry. What a <laughs> slight. Holy shit. Don't you don't got to like every player that on this lineup. Is, Holy shit. Um, but I love this lineup because it, was it wasn't a winning lineup, but it was like DeRozan and Rudy Gay were just so fun to watch. Bargani just ran. He was, he was hurt this year decently through a lot of the year. But just see, seeing them be able to charge the paint the, the way they did, pass out to Bargani. Lowry was faster in this time, so he was slinging the ball to them. They were not playing any defense whatsoever, but like it was good. Um, and then on the bench you had you had uh, Landry Fields, fucking Landry Fields, Terrence Ross, JV Valanchonis, and Sebastian Telfair. 
Sebastian Telfair. We love Sebastian Telfair <clears throat> on this podcast. Do we? Right, Matt? Do we? Right, Matt? We don't. Right, Matt? We don't. Psych, no. Um, but I just like to, I just I just love to mention that my two teams are point guarded by Rondo. <laughs> Guess I love Rondo out the, here. These two teams were just my like go tos and two Ks during those times. But yeah. So who's your all who's your all star starting five East West? We can skip this if you're not prepped. No, no, no. Oh, I am. oh, he is prepped. But I just feel like I want to change LeBron out, man. Wait, hold on. So you. All right, so we actually East have West. the same. We have the same East. So in the East, we got Tyrese Halliburton, Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum, Giannis, and Embiid. I yeah, think that's I feel very like fair. That's, I feel like you can't go wrong with that starting yeah, five at all. I think it's fair. But I don't, I don't have it in front of me. Maybe like you know Trey Young could slide in there. Um, maybe I don't know. That that's the five. That's consensus. And then we have actually very different for the West. Yeah. So, so you do your West first. All right. So I got Luca and Shea, and okay. then you got Luca and Shea as well. Um, they, they should lock down that. I'm sorry, Steph. Steph's popular, so he might he might get that. Steph's leading it. But, yeah, I think it, sh- it should West. be Luca and Shea. But um, Kawhi as small forward. I know that might be a mm. little controversial because I think AD is having a better year. He, he's who I took out AD and I have Kawhi in. I'll take out LeBron and have um, Kawhi. So Kawhi is just just seeing him do good again on both ends of the ball, be yeah. healthy, want to play every game of the year. It's it's huge and you you see it through the Clippers record. Um Kevin Durant just having a good year, man. A good I mean I get the Suns are doing bad, but he's just been solid and I, he's been really healthy through a lot of the year okay. so far. I'm knock on wood. Hope that's wood. I think it is. And then and then Jokic at center. Of course. Um, I feel like the three locks have to be Shea, Luka, and Jokic. Yeah. And the forward spots have at it, bro. I'm yeah. But who, you, but who do you have over there? I have Le- I'm a homer, bro. I'm a homer. I have, I have LeBron and AD. But, but AD, I get it. I get AD. But I, I feel like AD should still be there. I think LeBron's automatically going to be there. He's going to be the top vote LeBron getter. LeBron is the top yeah. vote getter. LeBron and Giannis are the two top vote getters right now. But I personally would probably have KD there. Because okay. lately LeBron's yeah. been pissing me the fuck off. Oh, yeah. I think he's pissing a lot of people off. Pissing me the fuck off. He can't off. even hit a 15-plus prop. Sometimes. Pissing me the fuck <laughs> I don't want to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, so th- those are who we have as all-star. Let us know in the comments if you absolutely disagree. We'll see. I think a lot of people Knowing are... Knowing you guys, you will. Yeah, you guys disagree with a lot of shit. But, all right, so <laughs> well, what's your ranking? All right, so my ranking is the top... Like, just give me... I would say top five, but let's just do... Most disappointing teams okay. of my I'll list. let you go first. Because right. I have three for sure, and then I'm going to steal two from Matt. All right, so I got, of course, 2013 Lakers. Oh, yeah. Kobe, Gasol, Meta, Dwight, Nash. Grocery bags. Grocery bag, bags. Can you believe grocery bags broke defeated the Lakers? Steve Nash's back. <laughs> then the whole lineup played like a total of eight games total together that season. Kobe was out a lot. Dwight was out a lot. Powell was like the only one who stayed healthy most of the year. Nash broke his back on grocery bags. Meadow was out. And then we get uh, Kobe comes back, wills us to the eighth seed. And then uh, Achilles. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. 2013. Yeah. 2013 (laughs) Lakers. I got the whole run of the Lob City Clippers. They should. Of done something every year. 
That's crazy. Every man. year that they came into the league, and the year was about to start, we were like, that's the, our favorite. And until the Warriors showed up yeah. and started being the Warriors, every year we'd be like, Clippers really Clippers going to do yeah. it this year probably, right? <laughs> yeah. And then never did uh. nothing, man. And they, bro, they had Jamal Crawford. They had J.J. Redick. Paul Pierce. They have, of course, had Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan. Bro, it just never works the <laughs> fuck out. Um, I got the most recent iteration of the, KD, the, the Nets. Yeah. Harden, yeah. Kyrie, James Harden, KD. Yeah, I got the most recent iteration of them. Shit, Blake Griffin, LaMarcus Aldridge. Blake Griffin. <laughs> They had everybody on the team that year too, didn't like between yeah, them they and the Lakers. They, were, they all thought they were fucking onto something. Between bro. <laughs> them and the Lakers, didn't they have like almost the whole 2015 All Star team except for like Chris Paul? <laughs> something like that, bro. <laughs> fucking, it's, it's fucking yeah. Crazy. The most recent they, they thought just, they were fucking onto something, man. Yeah, they weren't. They thought they um, were genuinely on a something. shoe size away. Uh, and then I got the 97 Rockets with Charles Barkley, Clyde Drexler, Hakeem uh, Olajuwon. Chuck thought he was on to something. Chuck thought he was really on to something. <laughs> he goes, oh, they just they just won while Jordan was out? Me a ring. Let me pull up. Right. Let me pull up and got smacked. Um, the Jazz beat him every time. And then this Imagine last pick. to the Jazz every time when it's just fucking Jordan on the, on the other side just waiting for you. That's crazy. And then my last pick. Kind of beat a plumber and a fucking pedophile. Is... <laughs> 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 Who's a plumber on that team? John Stockton. I, I don't fucking astronaut. astronaut. Lawyer, I don't fucking Lawyer, know. sure. So, my last pick, this is going to be real controversial, but the 2016 Warriors, they broke the franchise yeah. record all time, or not the franchise, the league record for wins in a season. They were going off. Steph got a second unanimous MVP. They were smoking everybody they saw that year. And then just came, got, be, got beat three by when they were up three one in the finals. It shouldn't have happened. It would be a little bit more disappointing if that's why Kobe, they're my number five. If Kobe didn't retire the way he did, going out with sixty because they were on the same time, the Warriors breaking the record and Kobe retiring, and everybody chose Kobe retiring. And then on top of that, um, it was also shadowed by Kevin Durant's free agency decision in the off season. And on top of that, it was also overshadowed by LeBron coming back down 3-1. That's why they're disappointing. Because they oh, should no, yeah, disappointing. They, they should have won it. But like and not had all those other things. I'm just saying there'd be way there would have been just more spotlight. But you that. know what? You know the game that wasn't overshadowed by them? There was it's the third to last game that season. A regular season. And it's Warriors going against Spurs. Uh-huh. At Spurs, at, in in uh, San Antonio. And the Spurs at this point, three games left in the season, had not lost a home game. <laughs> and they didn't lose a home game in going out of the last season, like four straight home yeah. Or like a bunch yeah. of home games in this previous season. So they were on a crazy home season streak, or home game streak. And so the Warriors had to keep their streak alive. But the fucking Spurs were trying to keep their home streak alive. And the Spurs that year also won like 67 games while the Warriors won the 73. And so that was one of the craziest games ever. The Warriors ended up winning to keep their streak alive. The Spurs go down. That game was crazy, nationalized, televised, shit like that. But yeah, the last game that broke the record wasn't as much because yeah. Kobe Bean. <laughs> it is what it is. But uh, yeah, those are my five. What, what's your, what do you got? 
Um, so I'm going to go ahead and take, I can't take the Lob City Clippers because the Clippers are a part of my list. Um, oh. So I'm going to take the Warriors and and your 2013 Lakers. I think 2013 Lakers should be on everybody's list. It, it has to be, Because bro. it started off with the Chris Paul non-trade um, and then just spiraled way out of control to the sad Achilles tear of Kobe. Everything it was bad. Um, 2016 Warriors. I mean, when you have the best record in the league, you got to finish that off. And it was just disappointing. It was so disappointing that they went and got Kevin Durant. Um, my third here is the Clippers. And I guess this you, Clippers. I this Clippers. Uh, the only reason I didn't want to put them is because they're still you. going. Because I forgot that there was literally no break in time from the Chris Paul Clippers to there's like what a, we have now. There's maybe a like year, two years, a year and a half. But they were still like they were still yeah. alright. You know what it I mean? It was a year and a half. Yeah, because they had um, that year. They had uh, Tobias Harris, Gallinari, and Shea. And yeah. they're still and Lou Will and Montrose Hill. They're still all just doing good. Yeah. <laughs> so so I, I give you know them, but the the years that specifically in the bubble, and mm. the year that they made it to the play in and got boomed with two chances mm. to make the playoffs. Yeah, those two were their best chances. I get Kawhi was hurt during the year that they missed their two chances, um, but the bubble especially when they, yeah. in my opinion, had the best team in the bubble. And they didn't even make it to the Battle of L.A. The Battle of L.A. would have been in the bubble. Yeah, we were all looking but, forward to yeah. man. And that, that just didn't happen. They, they got squashed. Okay, that's good. That's cool. Um, the, now, these last two are just personal. They're personal. So one of them is the Knicks with the D-Rose. First, first tenure. First tenure. First time. The reason you got why the jersey. Is because I get Derek Wash was washed, but I bought Derek in. Wash was washed? Oh, Derrick Rose was washed. Derrick Wash. But I bought in, man. I got yeah, his jersey. He, he was good that was year, like, too, bro. Not wasn't really, that he was, No, he wasn't bad, bro. Not really. I, I encourage you to He look. was good for that version bro, of D-Rose. This guy would literally choose not to show up to practice and then not choose to show up to a game. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. dude he made a statement about it and everything. just didn't go to a game one time. Basic stats, though, he had a good season. Yeah. No, he did. Yeah. He did. Yeah. Either way, it was embarrassing for me, and it was sad. Yeah, because he, bought, he wasted money the on Nick, jersey. The Knicks were really trying to cling on to Melo and everything they had left. Um, Amari was still there, just bumming it up. It, it was bad, and it was sad because we got D Rose, and I thought you know maybe something could happen. And then the Mavericks. Yep, yeah, I already mentioned it on my uh, yeah lineup shout out, but. Yeah. They were on to something. In the beginning of the year, if you remember, they were actually considered one of the better teams in the no, league. No, they were the best team in the league. They were like, what, first, second season? They were first. They were, first. First. They were by far first Monte, team in the league. Well, they, this was the first year that Montellus was actually facilitating the ball, and it was crazy. Vince Carter was giving you clutch, big games. Like the, He was giving all he had left. Um, Dirk was still there killing it. You had Chandler Parsons um, putting in yeah, work. Chandler Parsons was there doing whatever. And then you trade for Rondo. And it just all, it all fell fumbled. apart. It all fell apart. Like Rondo, that that's the thing I just never liked about Rondo. It's just when he chose not to give a fuck, it hurt. Mm-hmm. And him and Rick Carlisle, I remember the yeah. the big thing. Him and Rick Carlisle were not seeing eye to eye. They're arguing. Rick Carlisle was like, "You just got here, motherfucker!" Like, play, relax, man. bro. Relax. Like we took you out of a disgusting situation in Boston because in Boston they that that shit was dead. Like Jared Sullinger was like their second best player. Um, whatever. But that that is my. Five most disappointing teams. Solid. Yeah. Vince Carter wasn't on that team, I don't think. He was. Was he? Because I specifically remember that year, they tried so hard because they got to the playoffs, and I think they got to seven games with the Spurs, who I believe ended up going to the finals that year. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and Vince Carter hit a game-winning three and I believe, game six. Okay. And Monte Ellis cried during his interview because he had a really good game as well. Poor Monte. Yeah. So uh, they brought it to a game seven against the Spurs that were absolutely <laughs> dominating. Um, but all right. With that being said, we gave you a nice little NBA episode. We're going to kick this back going. There won't be another three-week gap. Or there will. Who knows? Just keep getting sick and tired of me. I don't care. Make sure you guys like. I'm sick and tired of his Yeah, I'm sick and tired of Matt. So That's cap. Don't watch the episode. That's cap. Don't watch the episode. I just want to fire Matt. But make sure you guys like, subscribe, share. Sell your souls to us. Or else I'm getting fired. Or else Matt's getting fired. We got a lot on the way. Um, I have a couple of ideas. So make sure you guys are here in the studio with us, on the grind with us. Because we're not going anywhere. We're not going anywhere. So have a good day. Or we might. Have a good night. And I just... I don't, I don't, fuck I don't really got anything. This is, this is oh. going to be terrible. This is going to... No, I can't do it with this. Yeah, no. Come on, man. Bro, this? I got kids to feed. This, this isn't working. I got kids to go take care of. Come on, man. No, I have to go take care of my kids. I have to go take care of my kids. It's not happening. I have to take care of my kids. This bottle is not. I have to take. I have a lot of money on Matt.